created with free version for non-commercial use. Hi, my name is Amy Cruz. I am the founder and CEO of Moms on Maternity. I am mom to two amazing young boys. Amy Cruz, thanks so much for joining today. Today we have on Jenny Blackwood. She is the creator of Zen Tots. She was previously a first grade teacher for many years. Thanks, Jenny, for coming on. And thank you for inviting me. So what is Zen Tots? So Zen Tots is a program for youth ages three through 10. And in the curriculum, we offer mindfulness, meditation, the beginning stages of meditation, kid-friendly, and also yoga flows. So why do you think it's so important for our kids to be practicing and understanding mindfulness at this young age? Created with free version for non-commercial um, use. I, let's see, where do I begin? So um, as you've probably noticed, many grown-ups in their 20s, 30s, maybe even 40s start to um, get interested in these topics and want to learn more about resilience and letting go and um, grounding. Why not teach kids when they are four and um, five, they're able to understand these topics as, as long as you um, break it down for them in the right way. So if you present the building blocks for all of these things, once they get to be um, grown-ups or face a, a challenging time in their teen years or um, young adult life, then they'll have those those tools in their tool belt to be able to deal with um, those situations better instead of slipping into created with free version for non-commercial sort of use depression or or if they do start to slip into those things, they they might be able to um, breathe, for example. And what, what age do you think is best to start teaching our kids about things such as letting go, resilience, and grounding? I think preschool age, so around age three. Um, before then, humans are just naturally mindful because um, mindfulness is being in the moment. So if, you know, a two-year-old in general is um, based on their brain chemistry, they, they are just in the moment, you know, dealing with yeah. things as, as it comes. Um, yeah. So maybe okay. somebody could argue it could even start earlier than. How, and how do you, what's your approach? How does it work? How do you start teaching these important things to, to these younger kids? There are so Created many ways free so for I usually use. start with as an interrupt introduction is using our five senses. So like I said, being in the moment is just enjoying what's happening now. So um, we use our five senses. I call them sense doors. Um, so it's like we're opening the door to the world around us. So we use, we look around, um, listen. I have many different instruments, all kinds of fun ways to do that. Um, sense of touch, obviously. And Let's see what I'm in. I'm missing. Oh, um, mindful eating is a huge part of the program. The kids, that's usually their most favorite part and ends up being. Um, so we talk about being grateful for food and 
putting great things into our body, having a good balance of treats versus vitamins and nutrients and um, also eating. At it sounds like it's like pretty much teaching our created kids with about free version for non-commercial and use. Habits. And that's but, kind of this idea of mindfulness in a yeah. way. Yeah. And going mental health. Mental and going, health. But it does, you're right. It, it kind of, a, it's body physical too. Um, it's, it's, uh, let's see. So all of these virtues they've been called before too, like compassion and, Mm -hmm. um, forgiveness, self-love. Um, a lot of those topics are teachers try their best to weave them in, um, during the school day, but because there's such a demand on classroom teachers to have kids ready for tests and to pass the tests or, you know, to get, make sure they're all ready academically. Those topics usually are pushed aside. And I know mm-hmm. parents do their best to teach these things as Created well. But free version for yeah, non-commercial I mean, I, there's use. A ton, you're providing so much value. I mean, you know, just background, I reached out to you because I have heard of your program and it's something that I've wanted my boys to be in for a long time. Um, you know, you can never get enough of that mental health mindset type of training and, you know, anything that can help us um, grow to be, you know, heart-centered human beings. And, and, you know, we all want our kids to not have the anxiety and the fear and the depression. And, you know, obviously it's part of life, but if there are these kind of approaches and tools. Yeah, exactly. We're certain bodies and minds are prone to certain um, mental, I don't want to call them um, illnesses, but, you know, little, um, I mean, for example, I, I have anxiety. I suffer from anxiety, which is another reason why I got into mindfulness in the first place. And then I understood instantly how much it can help. Created with free version uh, for non-commercial yoga, use. All these things. So why not teach it? Um, how much of um how how long is a typical kids yoga class as part of your program? So the yoga flows usually only last twenty to thirty minutes, and there are games involved because um you know younger kids, depending on what they what their personality is, they might not be into just sitting still or um, even doing like a a sequence a few times in a row like like we might look forward to because yeah. our, our days are so busy. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think Shavasana is all of our favorites, right? Right. Yeah, exactly. So, um, so it's just, yeah, every, each, each activity is um, a little shorter just to mm-hmm. deal with the attention span. What's the uh, most creative or kind of thought provoking question a child's ever asked you in a class? Well, Dev comes up a few Created times. with free yeah, version so for non-commercial use. That because they have time to share about if they're- Wow, no, that's so powerful. So how, how yeah. what's that look like? How do you talk about that? Well, I keep it all very open. You know, I'm never telling them what to believe or, um, so I, I sort of, that's the other great thing. There's no test at the end of Sentots. There's no grades given. So the kids teach me as much as I teach them. In so fact, when I introduce myself to a new participant, I tell them I'm not their teacher, mm-hmm. I'm just their guide. So they just call me Jenny, they don't call me Mrs. Blackwood. 
Um, Do you believe this is like a substitute for, I don't know, Sunday school or do you have any thoughts on spirituality? Or? It, I, I suppose, hmm. well, I participated in Sunday school and that was, there was a test at the end. Oh, okay. You know, like, okay. I don't remember. <laughs> like I remember it was, um, I, I had to prepare for created uh, with free version for non-commercial use. Okay, okay, it's different programs, yeah, okay. Yeah, so yeah was, you're right, there are some types of tests, you're right about that. Yeah, okay. so it was like studying and. So how long, how long would a child stay in this mindfulness program? Is it, you know, is it the same content over and over because it is such powerful content that it should be repeated or is it always evolving as the, per the child's age and the program evolves? So um, I've been, around officially for three years now. So I haven't really gotten to the point where I've had to uh, create a new curriculum. I've had kids that have participated since the beginning um, and I switch it up as far as uh, the art projects go. Those are always different. Um, creativity. That's so fun. So it's like art projects, yoga, kind of discussions on those kind of, um, what are we calling these things? So just compassion, forgiveness, self-love. Oh, virtues? Virtues, okay. Yeah. Um, Created with free version so for non-commercial use. How do you think your use? background as a teacher, a first grade teacher prepared you to create these curriculums and lead these sessions? Well, um, when I was teaching, I think usually, I'm trying to think of the most kids. I think I had 33 kids wow. one year. Um, would range anywhere between 25 to 30 um, ish first graders. So my uh, management of, of different personalities and behaviors is, um, you know, it's well, well practiced. Cool. You don't have to, yeah, it's just like- What have you notice in terms of the kids that are in your typical first grade class versus the kids that come to your Zen Tots? Is there a different type of- personality or is it really just a kid's a kid I'd say they're they're all and I, I look at them they're all just little humans you know they all have their little personalities so that's I just obviously Created they with need free version for um, some use. direction just like we all do every once in a while um especially depending on energy levels or what the environment is and it's my job as their guide to gently you know, remind them where they are and um, always, I, I show the kids just as much respect as, um, and then they show me respect. It's like this mutual. How long is each class? Or do you call it a class, a session? Workshop? Yeah, workshop, class. Um, so right now I'm doing just one hour on Mondays at Indie Yoga in oh, cool. Um, And then for the camps, It'll be two hours, but I've done full day camps before. So, um, and I mean, you you had a couple um, after school programs you were leading. Mm -hmm. right? Yep, one school. Then those were just an hour. An hour after school, cool. Yeah, so it's like you know the kids get off school and parents. And how many kids created do you allow with free version for non commercial use? Classes. Eight to ten mm -hmm. at the most. And then do they all have to be around the same age? Not really. It, it'll range from three to 10. Okay. I've had yeah. workshops where there are three-year-olds and also 10-year-olds and it, it, it works. It works. Out. Okay. It works. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. they end up becoming this little um, community. Awesome. Sometimes 
it just it just depends like i've done summer camps where just they're all co-ed like it's open yeah, but, but sometimes but 10 and under pretty much and just yeah yeah you know your kid and if they would um if they have a sibling there or something like that it probably might help if they're younger. yeah and there are a lot of siblings so mm-hmm. usually like if if there's an eight eight if there are eight participants then most of the time it's just from like three or four families because oh cool. well I love the name Zen Toss that's a great creative Thank you. Thank you. what's your hope for yeah what's your hope for what's what's your goal what's created your with Where free version for non-commercial use two three four five years hmm well I thought it would be so rad to eventually have a, a wellness center um obviously it wouldn't have to be very big because only eight or so kids at a time um that was my hope. That's so uh, cool. Like, do you, you must have a vision for that then. Like you can picture it in your head what it looks like. Yeah. So something That's like amazing. that um, down the road. In the meantime, when school's open, I'd love to start that back up again. Oh, cool. yeah. I think that we are getting some, some notices that things are starting to come back, right? Mm-hmm. I think so. And definitely by the fall. And you have your own children? No. No. Okay, cool. That's great. Then that you get to work with all the kids. I mean, that's cool. Yeah. And I, it's, I care so much about, um, t- leading, uh, youth and, you know, helping them that's be so better. cool. I know I was a camp counselor when I was in college leading youth and it's definitely so rewarding. created with free version mm-hmm. for non-commercial use. Yes. And, um, do you say so you knew you wanted to be a teacher when you were younger? I loved being in elementary school so much and, um, you know, my little How long did it take you to start Zen Tots after you uh, left the elementary school? I actually started it while I was teaching. Oh, cool. Yeah. So, um, I knew, I knew that I was very passionate about this topic of mindfulness. And, um, so I started as an after-school program at the charter school in which I was teaching. Okay. Okay, so some final words on mindfulness. Like what, tell, you know, what tips do you really have? If there's one thing that you could share with us adults listening today, like how can we be more mindful as parents, but just in general? I think it's important to remember that one can meditate at any time. It's not just, you know, um, and a lot of people, think created with free version Um, for non-commercial use they're like well how could I how could my kid you know sit still and but meditation really is just about focusing you know you can meditate when you are um eating cereal but what is it what do you how do what do you mean it's a what does it mean to meditate then meaning focusing as much as you can on the moment the act of eating the cereal, of like putting my spoon into my bowl, like. Yeah, like enjoying the taste and um, being grateful, just all of those wonderful, all of the wonderfulness um, around you. Our minds, um, you know, and the, the goal of mindfulness is to be an observer of your thoughts. So realizing that your thoughts thinking about like a mistake you made yesterday or worrying about what's going to happen tomorrow created with free version for non-commercial use tangled up into that mm-hmm. instead you can just like notice that it's there because that's what our minds will do is just think they're little think machines um yeah. 
notice it and let it float away. Um, and it takes practice. So okay. yeah, just like anything else. Okay, thank you so much. I'm very excited for what you're doing for uh, in, uh, spring break. You wanna talk about it real quick? Sure, yeah. So um, the template is a new, it's coffee and tea in the front, but they have all kinds of art and um, events going on. It's owned by really cool people. Um, it's pretty much a community center in Ocean Beach near the pier. And um, they have a little space I'm running out. Um, let's see, the last week of March into April for spring. Where can people find you? Um, Zentots.com or um, Instagram is where I announced all of Created the with free version for non-commercial use. Zentots on Instagram, right? Yeah, there's a dot in between the Zen. And dot tots, cool. And tots ends with a Z. Yes. Awesome, well, thank you so much. Such, a, such cool work. Thank you for doing it. Thank you so much. Yeah, we'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye. So strikes me as interesting um, frequency that people have sex, whether married or not. Um, some, you know, married couples are doing it weekly, some maybe monthly, some twice a year, it seems like. Um, in many cultures, you know, it's still a very common to wait to have sex until you're married. Um, there are still arranged marriages in some countries. And I've talked to single, single people, single men who have gone a year or more without sex, um, not in a relationship. Created with married. free version for non-commercial um, use. drive around and, and find strip clubs on the side of the road in various communities. So it's all, it's all very confusing. Um, did you know that actually in some places it's actually illegal to commit adultery? So, for example, in uh, Minnesota, if a married woman has sex with a man other than her husband, whether he's married or not, both are guilty of adultery under Minnesota law. It's a law that dates back to Minnesota's territorial days. Uh, crazy, right? And they're not the only state. And this, this is an article that was just in the Minnesota Star Tribune this last year in March, uh, March 2020. But it's not the only state. And I don't know if these laws are going away or if they're still there. But uh, something that occurred to me is um, I read Napoleon Hill's Think and Grow Rich. And he talks about the concept of transmutation of sexual energy. So Created with free version for non-commercial use. Constructive potentialities. One, the perpetuation of mankind having babies. Two, the maintenance of health. So sex is actually a therapeutic agent, a very good therapeutic agent. And then three, the transformation of mediocrity into genius through transmutation. Sex transmutation is simple and easily explained. It means the switching of the mind from thoughts of physical expression to thoughts of some other nature. So I think what it's saying is the people uh, taking any sexual desires as uh, I think it's natural as humans to have them and converting that energy to other creative pursuits um, is actually something that leads you to new ideas new levels of thinking and ultimately some powerful success. I think that 
Sex complicates things. That's probably why. Created with free version for non-commercial use. Be picky and make sure that you're happy before getting into a sexual relationship with somebody. And if you, uh, even though the desires may be there, taking that energy and putting it into other pursuits until you're sure is probably the way to go. All right, thanks. Okay, for business, let's get right back to the basics. You're going to have an idea, something that you think about all the time that you think you could make a living at, enjoy, and give back to society. What what do you, the basics. Get the domain. Find a domain that would serve the point of your company. Get the Instagram and Facebook handles. Get your email address set up. Basics. From there, get your initial set of content out. What is on your website? What are the, the minimum tabs? Created with need? free version for non-commercial um, use. Think about your content strategy. Are you going to be focusing on photos of your work? Are you going to focus on podcasts or YouTube videos or digital downloads of, of, if you like to write, you know, blogs? Um, and then ultimately, you know, what does a pilot look like? What does success look like? And, and give yourself 90 days. And, you know, if I can get one client or if I can do one project um, in 90 days, like that's success and just keep building from there. For more, please visit www.momsofmaternity.com. Created with free version for non-commercial use.